Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, but when we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. And today on the Gaming Gig Podcast, we're talking all about PlayStation VR 2. Okay, Daniel, this is the week. It's here? PlayStation VR 2 is launching this week. I've, I've pre-ordered it. It's been shipped. It's coming in the mail to me. Mm-hmm, if it um, doesn't get stolen. If it doesn't get stolen. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, guys. This I, this is a tangent, but Daniel brought this up. Yeah, I did. I got my Gamefly discs in the mail this week, and they had been stolen. I got the little... You got Gamefly envelopes in the mail. I got you didn't envelopes. get no discs. <laughs> yeah, the discs were gone. They were gone. I can't believe someone stole my Gamefly stuff. That's the first time I think I've had anything stolen out of the mail before. You've had things lost in the mail from I've had Gamefly things before. lost, but I've never had it like straight yeah. up blatantly stolen. Right. Yeah, so, the universe doesn't want you to play uh, the Dead Space remake. No. Dead Space got stolen, and another really funny one that I'm sure they were not expecting when they broke into <laughs> my uh, Gamefly envelopes was uh, a little Switch game called Cat Quest. So It's a banger. <laughs> I don't know. I've never played it. But uh, it's actually Cat Quest and Cat Quest 2, so it's a lot of value on one cartridge. Oof. So. I can't imagine why anybody wouldn't want to steal that. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, back to PSVR 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as it doesn't get stolen in the mail, it's coming this week. And, what day? Uh, I think it's coming on uh, the 22nd. That's the launch day. I think that's Wednesday. Okay. So it may be here early. Who knows? Cause it's already shipped. So it just depends on the mail getting it to me. But I think the estimated day was the Wednesday. But well, anyways. Well, you know, I'm off this week because uh, of having a break from school. So if you... Uh, Ooh. You know, if you need anybody, if you need a second set of eyes to test that PlayStation VR 2, you just give me a call. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to do it. So, uh, <laughs> just get my puke bucket ready. I know that PS, like the VR thing is not for everybody. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But as a VR enthusiast, for some reason, this feels big to me. Yeah. It feels like it's like the next step in VR. Not that the tech is that much next step, but... I think it's the next best one, probably. I don't know that it's a next step. No. What I mean is I think this could be a big step for VR because although it is expensive, $550 for PSVR 2, the tech that inside of it, that's actually a really good price for what you're getting. It is like if you compare it with something like the Quest 2, which I guess is going to be its main competitor. Mm -hmm. The Quest 2 is cheaper. Now the Quest 2, I think, is $400 for the base model, mm-hmm. and it is standalone, but because it's standalone, the, the specs on it really aren't that great. It's kind of underpowered. It's got a good screen and stuff like that, but in terms of performance, it's mm-hmm. not that great. And because the PSVR 2 leverages the PS5 right. to do its processing and stuff, they were able to really focus on like the screen and then the eye tracking and like things like that that are really great. So at the price point, this is not, it's really decently priced. Yeah. Does it have built-in speakers? Um, so I'm not, I can't remember your, uh, I know, I think it does because I don't, like the PSVR had the built-in ear. Uh, yeah, I had earbuds that like earbuds. dangled, right? And I don't know about the PSVR 2. I I don't know. We I, should the Quest, definitely look that up. The, the Quest the Quest two, two has built-in speakers, and I've I've always been impressed. They're not bad. No, they're, they're actually not really bad good. at all. I, I kind of think that the PSVR two has built-in speakers, or maybe it has built-in earbuds like the other one does. But I think it has built-in speakers, if I remember correctly. It does not have built-in audio. No built-in audio at all. 
So you have to wear headphones with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that explains why in the promotional images, people playing it, they have on their headphones. Mm -hmm. Okay. So no, I was wrong. Follow-up question. Can it do Bluetooth audio? Can it do Bluetooth audio? Wow. Like, could you use like a Bluetooth earbuds with it? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. Daniel has all these great questions about PSVR too. <laughs> so while Daniel's looking at that, let me go ahead and hit you with our first poll because I wanted to know how many gaming gig viewers were also going to be picking up a PSVR too. I'm really excited about it. And I wanted to see kind of other people's experience. Only 10% of people said that they were definitely picking it up. Uh, 11% of people said eventually, 11% eleven percent of people said undecided, and a big old whopping 69% of people said no, they were definitely not going to be picking it up. Mm. So a lot of people, I get it, it's 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 niche. It is, and it's expensive. And it's expensive. And some yeah. of these people may not even have a PS5 yet. So. Right, right. So I mean, like, there's no point. But, yeah. So, and I'd say out of those 10% of people who said they were picking mm. it up, I would say probably only half of them are getting it at launch, if that. Yeah. So it's a pretty small chunk of people who are getting one of these mm -hmm. but no bluetooth audio by the way no bluetooth audio yeah so no, there would probably be a delay with it anyway i mean it, that depends on the codec they let you use but uh, right it probably wouldn't be so ideal it, anyway. well i mean if you're talking about like immersion you really need headphones anyway to mm -hmm. make it feel right or like the quest 2 where it has built-in speakers that are pointing they're basically headphones mm -hmm. yeah i ran into the the problems with bluetooth in my steam deck like it um especially with airpods has a really big delay oh really yeah I've I Bluetooth uh, from my Switch to AirPods, and I didn't notice any problems with that. I've noticed there's I've noticed some latency. With, I haven't done with AirPods much. On Switch. I didn't do much. Yeah, um, and but it's then, not as bad as the Steam Deck. Yeah, but you know, primarily when I've done Bluetooth audio with my Switch, it's been my uh, Audio Technica headphones and their Bluetooth, and I didn't really notice any delay with that at they all. They may use a different codec. They may. So uh, Sony headphones have like a proprietary codec, and I use those in my Steam Deck sometimes, and they're pretty good. Yeah, I've heard that the... It's crazy how big of a difference that I've makes. heard that the PS5 headphones are great, mm -hmm. like in terms of like uh, delay and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we have some comments on this poll about uh, will you be picking up the PSVR 2? And uh, Daniel, how about you hit us with that first one there from Progs from 39? Old Progs? Uh, old Progs 39 said, I think it'll probably take a while to get the ball rolling if, you, if ever for PSVR 2. But if it does garner a large enough audience, I would love to see some actual big budget, full VR games. Yeah. So at launch, we're getting, uh, well, I should say, I don't know about at launch. I think that the Horizon uh, Call the Mountain game is like yeah. the big launch title. That's the one that everyone's talking about. But uh, It looks awesome. I'm excited about that game. Um, but we're, you know, I'm hoping in terms of big VR games, I'm hoping to see Half-Life Alex get ported to... Um, the PlayStation VR 2. Mm -hmm. Right now, that's only a PC VR game. Yeah. And I've played it, and it's amazing. And I wouldn't buy it if it came to uh, PlayStation VR 2 because I've already played it and enjoyed it a lot. But uh, I would like for other people who haven't played it to experience that game because it is so amazing. That's like the only huge VR game that I've played that I felt was like worthy of the AAA title. Mm -hmm. You know, I played some other great VR games, but nothing that was like, okay... This is what VR games, this is the future of it. That's the yeah. only game I've played. I you saw still some, need to uh, play that game. I saw some gameplay of Half-Life Alex, and it looks great. It's so good, dude. If you need to borrow my cable to hook your yeah. quest up to play it, it's I'll let you do it, because it is so good. Okay. It's phenomenal. Would it make me sick? I'm sure there are movement options to where you can do the mm -hmm. jump thing, so yeah. that would um, help a lot, I'm sure. Yeah, that would help. I don't think there's a lot of like climbing and stuff. Uh, at least it's minimal. <laughs> 
Man, that climbing jacked yeah. me up that day. On uh, the on Vader Immortal. On Vader Immortal. Oh man, it messed me up. Vader Immortal was also good, but it definitely wasn't triple A. I mean, it was just too much of a small game. It wasn't very mm-hmm. long. All right, so uh, we got to. Oh wait, you're up, Randy. <laughs> I'm ready. We got guy, guy in time here saying. I won't, simply because I already have a Quest 2 and the price isn't worth enough just for some exclusives, unfortunately. But there's definitely a lot more value if you own a PS5. It's also pretty refreshing to see a big console manufacturer pushing for VR. I would love to see what Sony could do with their IPs and a full-fledged game. Is that what the Horizon is going to be? Is it more like a VR ride? VR ride, that's a good way to describe Vader. That's a well. That's a lot of VR games. Yeah. Are they're kind of like uh, an experience, and they're short little experiences, and yeah. they're they're cool, but they're not like full on games. So I, from what I understand about the Horizon game, I think it is going to be a pretty big game, but I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. No, you know, no one's played it. We've seen previews and stuff, but you didn't get an early copy. No, they didn't send me an early copy or an early PSVR two to try out. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I, it is cool to see a big console manufacturer pushing VR because, you know, Microsoft's not doing it. And uh, obviously Nintendo's not doing it. So Sony's the only one doing it. Right. And I would like to see, I would I would love to see Xbox and Microsoft have a VR competitor because I think that would help a ton in terms of bringing big experiences to VR if there's any competition. Right. I mean, Nintendo certainly uh, brought it to the market with Labo. Um, Labo was cool. Yeah, I remember when you got it. I had that picture of you that I it, that was when the the aging filter was really big, and I took a picture of Randy with the aging filter as he was like unwrapping Labo, and it looks like grand like a grandpa like trying to put together his grandson's cardboard toy or cardboard cardboard toy. Damn. The more you try it, the worse it was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a really funny picture though. Anyway, we got yeah. a comment from uh, a channel that I've been I've been de- trying to decide how to say the name for about thirty seconds here. Uh, Jay Thossa YouTube channel. I think it's JT has a YouTube channel, but dang, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Man, I just, I knew it was something like that, and I just couldn't get it to click. Okay. JT has a YouTube. Jay Thossa. I'm going with Jay Thossa. <laughs> so anyway, Jay Thossa says, <laughs> I would say ninety percent of people are interested in VR. However, most people don't want to actually pay for it. I used to be one of those folks until someone bought me a PSVR 1 as a gift. I also believe VR games are about to step closer to that AAA level. People complain about how we keep getting the same gaming experiences. Well, VR is a great subgenre. I do have a concern with gamers getting more cheap by the day, including me, Game Pass, PS Plus, uh, Deep Sales, and being unwilling to try new things. It's a slippery slope to mediocrity. Man. Yeah, I mean, there we go. Preach, Jay Thossa. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that, in my mind, I do think that if the PSVR 2 has success, I think that we really will step closer to having big AAA games come to the medium. Yeah. Because it's still such a niche thing. If it can just get some sort of foothold, and I think it'll help a lot. I th- but I thought the same thing about the Quest 2. Right. But... That didn't happen. Well, Even though it was widely adopted, it seemed like, I think maybe because the Quest 2 is um, underpowered, that's why we right. haven't seen it. And you have to use a PC to like, you know, play the more powerful stuff. Like, Right, yeah. Most people aren't into that. No. They want to plug crap into a console and it works. Yeah. And, and the Quest 2 is great for being able to do that, but admittedly the the like meta or Oculus store or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's pretty limited in terms of what games mm-hmm. are on there. You know, it has some good games, but it doesn't have a, you know, it doesn't have Half-Life Alex. Right. And it doesn't have uh, like... There's your issue right there. 
Seriously, though. It doesn't have, like, the biggest game. Like, mm-hmm. it's not there. And then there are so many games that are great games that are exclusive to PSVR 1. You wouldn't believe it. It's crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it. Well, I mean, you would believe it because I told you. But, yeah, um, I hope that we continue to see more AAA games come to me too to PSVR. Well, hit us with this comment from uh, D1 Usions of Granger. It's delusions, man. I'm, I'm, but you know what? For us, it's D1. Old D1, D1. Usions. D1 Usions. Usions. <laughs> if Sony makes it work on PC, possibly. So this is a thing because right now, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's not. You're not going to be able to use it as a PC VR. Right. But maybe. Maybe they'll do it. Maybe they'll add that in because that would cool. really add a lot of value. That would be cool. Because um, it is a decently specced headset, I just have absolutely no interest in owning a PS5, which unfortunately is what is needed to power the thing currently. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Now, I don't know why you don't have interest in a PS5. I Not that I'm saying everyone has to have a PS5, but I think between the current two big consoles, to me, the PS5 is more appealing. Heck yeah, it is. For... You know, I PS5 sexy. Well, I don't. I actually, I don't really love the way it looks. It's grown on me, man. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's impractical AF. Yeah, yeah. like I think it's kind of dumb, but um, yeah, it looks like I've got a freaking little spaceship like sitting on my in my entertainment center. You know, mm-hmm. I don't even notice the Xbox; it blends in. Fair, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Xbox is definitely. I, I Sony have, made a statement. I have the PS5 and the Series X next to each other, mm-hmm. and I have people come over all the time for lessons. And if anyone notices that I have something, they say, "Oh, you have a PS5." I've yeah. never once had someone say, "Oh, you've got a Series X." Right. Never once. Yeah. Now that really doesn't matter when you're playing the games. But. No. But the thing I like about the PS5 is one, I love the controller. I think it's like Oof. the best controller. It's so and good. then um, the exclusive games. I mean, it just has them, and Xbox doesn't have that many. Mm-hmm. But if there's one thing that could win me over on the Series X, you know what it is. Let's say it together. Half-Life Alex. Oh, oh quick. Re- you know that. You're just trying to mess with me. You knew what it was going to be. <laughs> he is so obsessed with Quick Resume. It's hilarious. We had a conversation about it, maybe even on this podcast. I don't know. And, and we were talking about, like, how much time are you really saving here, you know? And and I was like, let's say you save a minute. And he was like, oh, it's not even close to a minute. And I was like, <laughs> I know. But I was just trying to be, like, liberal about it here. Um <laughs> Even if you saved a full minute every time you booted up a game, like I that's know. nothing. Like you waste, like just I that's know. nothing. It just, I just <laughs> love the convenience. I just think yeah. it is so cool. Yeah. And if the PS5 had quick resume, it would be the hands down winner in my mind. And I know who gives a crap about console wars, but right, right. Still, um, I I love them both. I have them both. Mm-hmm. Man, honestly, man, my PC has just taken the place of the Xbox in my heart. Yeah. I haven't booted up my Series X in so long. That's sad. But I boot up the PS5 every day. I've been playing a lot of Series X because we got Hogwarts Legacy on the right, Series well, X. Right, well, you got it on Series X. I got so, it on PlayStation. Right. Yeah. So I've been playing a lot of Series X lately. Um, so, Daniel, mm-hmm. if it isn't already pretty present or obvious from what we've been talking about, you're not super stoked about the PSVR 2. You have no interest in getting one right now. Yeah. And I, why? Well... I do want to say, like, I I wish I was. Uh, and I am excited that my neighbor's getting one um, because I know I'll get to use it. But, uh, yeah, VR makes me sick, man. Like Motion sick. It makes me motion sick, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, not every little thing about it does, but just it seems like everything I play at some point has something that happens and I'm like, 
and I'm about to hurl. Yeah. Um, I mean, I used to get car sick when I was a kid. And I still would, I guess, if I was like trying to play Pokemon in the back seat, right, like yeah. I was back then. Um, but uh, I, I just, I'm not going to buy one because I know I won't use it much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you did the same thing with Quest Two, mm-hmm. got it, and it was like you just have. I like it. it just, I had a lot of fun when I use it. I just can't use it for very long at all, mm-hmm. and it's just frustrating. Yeah, my wife has the same issue with with VR. She gets super motion sick. There are games that she's played like like the Moss games. I think that you would probably really like those games. Mm-hmm. They have no chance of motion sick because you don't move. You're just like it's stationary. Mm-hmm. Games like Super Hot VR also great. Super Hot's awesome. They won't make you motion sick. So there are games that are better, but like mm-hmm. a lot of the games out there have the problem. But let's find out what the gaming gig viewers think the biggest problem with VR is, including motion sickness. Yeah. So 58% said it's too expensive. That was the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19% said limited games, 10% uh, identify with me in uh, motion sickness, and 13% say it's a gimmick. Yeah. I mean, I think that it being too expensive, I get it. It's, there's a lot, of t- like, a lot of tech that goes into this that's beyond just traditional gaming, so it is more expensive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big barrier. You know, I'm fortunate in that I'm able to afford it, but it's not like... I'm pumped to spend this money. I don't want it to come across that way or like it's not a... Yeah. It's like buying another PlayStation 5. I know. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's more expensive than buying another PS5. Yeah, my kids at school, um, they know I have a PlayStation 5 and they, every now and then one of them will be like, you have a PS5? And I'm like, yeah. And they'll say, that's $500. And I'm like, I know that. And they like can't even fathom it. Like, Well, they're they're teenagers. (laughs) We have like such disc... I talked to you yesterday about the disconnects I have from a gamer perspective between me and my and the kids it's so funny like well that's why we always talk so much about saving money in gaming you mm-hmm. know because it's such a big thing for a lot of people oh yeah yeah but um we out here about the problems with ps uh, with vr just in general we have gorilla tactics who wrote a very very expansive comment that i thought actually was pretty interesting so we have here gorilla tactics has a little bit of everything to get into it it's really expensive I know the Oculus or whatever Facebook, aka Meta, is calling it is getting cheaper, but it's still expensive for some when you consider options like smartphones, a Switch, or an Xbox Series S, and all the value some of those bring for a smaller or cheaper price. So let's talk about this one a little bit of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one, the Quest is cheaper, but it they raised it by $100 not too long ago, so it's not really this, the great value that it was. Right. No, it's definitely not a great value brand. Uh, no. No, it's not. Well, it is sold at Walmart, but it's not branded by Walmart. Right. Uh, yeah, VR is expensive, no doubt. I mean... And that's great. Like, Series S, what a value. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. It is so good. Such a great value. Yes, it is. I, I it mean, is great value branded, too. Mm-hmm. And that helps. Yeah, that does help. Walmart. Well, what that does is it tempers your expectations. So right, when yeah. you when you bought into it and you realize it actually tastes pretty good... Yeah, it's almost it's almost like the name brand. It almost tastes like Microsoft. <laughs> right. Um, the next issue I've personally faced is the lack of proper movement controls. Most games have the jump to feature where you use an arrow to jump to a new piece in the ground in front of you. It has caused me motion sickness as my body isn't moving at all. I'm someone who plays the games 120 hertz and from time to time gets motion sickness. So if this type of movement control still exists, I doubt the high frame rates on say the PSVR 2 are going to do anything for me. So I think actually here, I don't think that's contributing to your motion sickness because that type of movement control is actually to help alleviate motion sickness. It's actually the opposite. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree as somebody who gets sick. Uh, that actually does kind of help me. 
what what messes with me is vertical movement in in VR. Mm-hmm. Not even necessarily walking all the time screws me up, but but vertical movement just jacks me up. From what I understand, motion sickness is caused from where you are your brain thinks you are moving because you're, you know, traveling mm-hmm. through space, but your inner ear tells you you're not. Right. So it's that disconnect. And the jumping thing actually because you don't move like fluidly, you're just like popping in and out, it actually helps alleviate it, right? Is From what I understand, I think those are supposed to help. Yeah, I think so. And that makes sense why you get motion sick in a car because you're just sitting there, but your brain knows you're zooming around these curves. Right. But your, your eyes are telling you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like that disconnect. Which makes sense why if I was ever in like, I don't know, like a dark school bus, right. I didn't get motion sick because like I wasn't really seeing the curves and all that. Like I'd be... Like on a band No, you're supposed to be able to see. That's why when you sit in the front seat, you don't get motion Wait. sick. But I, hmm, okay, you're right. That's why you sit yeah. in the front seat and you can watch it and your brain and because your you're feeling telling the you the movement, same but thing. not seeing. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. You're right. I have that backwards. But I do, I never really did get sick in school buses now that I bring it up. That's kind of weird. Anyway, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> up next is just the game quality in general. <clears throat> Granted, I haven't played every VR game ever made, but thus far in my time with the HTC Vive and PSVR 1, there have really only been a handful of complete full-fledged games. The two that stick out in my mind are Skyrim and Half-Life Alex. one of which was a port and has been ported to everything including the Alexa and Google Home. <laughs> the second game, while being good, wasn't worth that almost $2,000 I spent on the complete Vive experience. Mm. That being Half-Life Alex. I mean, it's a great game, but I don't know that I'd say it was $2,000. No game is worth $2,000. Yeah. Now, I played Skyrim in VR, too, and I I did like it. It was fun. Yeah, and I played it on Alexa, and I thought it was trash garbage. (laughs) I played it using voice controls. Uh, No, I played it on Xbox when it came out. But, uh, yeah, I did actually play it for about 10 minutes on Alexa when I found out I could just to see what it was like. And it is hilarious. Wait, you can play Skyrim Mm -hmm. on an Alexa? Are Mm -hmm. you joking? They're They're not lying here, man. It's on Alexa. How? Uh, it just tells you like, you're the dragonborn. You, you enter this place. There's a spider here. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like a, it's, like a, uh, it's a gimmick. I mean, oh, it's okay. clearly, you're not meant to play the game that way, but I guess you could. I don't know. So it's like all, I don't know voice. if it's a complete thing. I don't think it like starts you out with like, Oh, you're awake. I don't think it starts you with that guy or anything. Okay. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I'll show it to you. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to experience that sometime. That is very interesting. So continuing the comment, all three things listed above has led me to the conclusion that for me anyway, VR gaming is just a niche gimmick. Sure, you can play it for an hour or two, even have an enjoyable time, casual core or somewhere in between. If you consider yourself a gamer though, I have serious doubts on the viability of making VR your main way to play games. Yeah. Is anybody really trying to make it their main way though? I don't think so. But I think that a lot of people like... Because the narrative always been like, it's the future of right. gaming. So you think like, oh, it's going to be like the main form of gaming one day and mm-hmm. we'll see it. And I agree. No, it's not. Yeah. Not it's, until it's just way, 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 way better. The only way I could see us being VR, being the main way we game is if we literally live in a VR world. Mm-hmm. Like if we're if, like Ready Player One. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only way. Man, they made that look pretty sick, I will say. I'm, I I know what you're talking about, but I have not seen Ready Player One. Well, it's based on a book. So I've seen. You're the You're a big reader. You may you may really like the book. I've um, heard that the book is cheesy. Well, maybe it is. I mean, the the movie's a little cheesy, but yeah. I loved it. It was also the first movie I watched on my new TV when I got my soundbar, and it has some great like bass moments. It was anyway. It was really good. 
Yeah. Did you get your soundbar yet? It okay. Another <laughs> sidebar. Okay, I ordered soundbar sidebar. I order a soundbar off of Amazon, and from a company that they're well rated and stuff, and they say they have same day shipping. And it was Prime, and it yep. was like you know backed by Amazon. It wasn't from Amazon, but you know what I mean. You people bought Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how it works. People know. Okay, so they charge my account like that real quick and say it's shipped. Okay. Well, and I can track it on uh, Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. and it says it's been picked up by FedEx. Oh, Well, FedEx. okay, so it stays on that for like, I bought it on February 2nd. Yeah. Okay, like it's been two it's weeks. February the 19th now. Right. And I'm like, what? It just hasn't mm-hmm. done anything? It just says it's been picked up? And then I actually go on FedEx's website to track the soundbar. Mm-hmm. And I do that, and it says all they've done is printed off the mm-hmm. code that FedEx hasn't ever received it. Mm-hmm. So then I call the company that has shipped it, and they're like, "I know they have not shipped it. They they really haven't shipped it. Mm-hmm. It's just sitting in their warehouse. No one put it out. Somehow it got forgot." They say, "Oh, let me check into it." And then they send me things on. Oh, it's been lost. The carrier says it's been lost, which is not true. Mm-hmm. The carrier did not say it was lost. They never sent it. And then they actually did ship it, and it's supposed to be here tomorrow, I think. Well, you've been having a tough go with the mail. FedEx sucks in our area, though. For us, anyway. On our road where we live, FedEx sucks. I know. But it hasn't even made it that far yet. No. It's supposed to be here tomorrow. It has, they I haven't even tomorrow. had a chance to disappoint you yet. I know. Well, and they will. They will. FedEx always does. All right. Anyway, we got a comment from who I believe is Heather Cook. This is Heather Cook. Saying, uh, I love VR, but there's a serious lack of big AAA experiences. My biggest problems are that I can't look at my phone while playing VR. No, it says my biggest problems are that and I can't look at my well, phone. Well, I, I, I noticed that she mixed up her plurals there. So, okay, that makes more sense. My biggest problems are that and I can't look at my phone while playing VR. You got to get the things where you can uh, like look through. Like the Quest has, you can look through, but it's yeah. not good enough to look. You at can't your phone. look at your phone. I mean, yeah. you can, but it's not going to be good enough. And Apple definitely ain't going to face unlock your phone. No, with a Quest on. No. Let's see how the PSVR two's like look through mode is. I'm mm-hmm. interested to see. Yeah. All right, we got another poll, Randall. Yeah, because here's the thing about this. I was on this train of thought of um, excited about the PSVR two. And I really want to play Horizon, Call of the Mountain. Yep. You know I'm a game collector. Sony has not announced any plans to release Horizon, Call of the Mountain physically. It's only digitally right now. Hmm. So you're not going to play it? I'm going to play it, <laughs> but I'm going to be bummed about it. Yeah. Like, it's just one of the things that annoys me. It's like, come on, why aren't you making physical copies? Because that was one of the cool things about PSVR 1, is that there were tons of physical VR games. And I think there will be some yeah. physical games for PSVR 2, but I want to have the collection. I don't want to buy the game twice. Yeah. Well, you know that, I mean, Sony didn't have a digital-only PS4, right? No. So now they have a, you know, at least half their install base is buying the discless PS5, so they probably don't have as much of an incentive to. Yeah, I know. And it's just like, you know, I know we're coming to the end of physical media mm-hmm. and it makes me sad. And I'm just an old man and I'm bummed about it. Yeah. But it, okay, how do you prefer to buy your games? That's the question. Mm-hmm. We have 38% of people 
saying new physical. That wasn't the most. The most people said it was digital, 47%. Mm-hmm. And then 11% of people saying used physical. So still, if we add those numbers together, it looks like physical just barely inches out digital. Mm-hmm. Barely. Just barely. And then 5% say they want to subscribe or rent. They don't want to buy games. Mm-mm. They just want to subscribe or rent. And now, like, you know, I, you know, I flip-flopped on this over the years because I also like to have them. Um, but you cannot deny the convenience no. of digital. You and can't. In fact, I succumbed to it very recently with Hogwarts Legacy because mm-hmm. we were out at a gig. You were talking about it. I wanted to play it really bad. So I just got on my phone and told my PlayStation to download it. Right. And when I got home, it was there. Like, you... You can't get that without digital, you know? No. 100%. You're right. So, I mean, I see where people are coming from. But, you know, eventually we may be shooting ourselves in the foot there. At least with, like, the console games. I I, I really do trust Steam pretty much. Um, Yeah. They've been around a long time. And I don't think that, like, I I don't see, like, Sony and the PlayStation, like, you know, uh, dropping your ability to at least re-download the games that you've purchased. I don't Mm -hmm. think... But you don't you think just, they're, you don't think they're going to pull a Nintendo and gosh, maybe that's the just thing. Jerk you the just don't off? know. You just don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I just realized what you said. <clears throat> okay, we're gonna just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> we got a comment, don't we? Yep. Yeah. We let's do. just keep going with this. Celeria Rose, thank you for the comment. Said I used to be really into physical, but eventually I shifted over to digital, and it's been so much better. It's just so nice being able to... Thank you, Airplane. It's just been so nice being able to just download the game, not have to pick it up from the store, not have to worry about it being sold out, or hope the company shipping it gets it to you on time. You also don't need to worry about shelf space or discs getting damaged either. You're right. That's what we're saying. Their Digital has all the convenience. It does. Except for the fact that one day you may not be able to access it anymore. And that's mm-hmm. the problem. And that's the most inconvenient thing of all. I know. And you have games that are really, they really are go- like, they're being gone. They're gone forever. You know, yeah, there point. are games on the 3DS eShop that you can't get physically and they will be gone. Forever. Kind of. Kind of. Well, we'll talk more about that in a minute too because one of the comments addresses that. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Um, also, uh, did you pre-order Metroid Prime Remaster yet? No. Okay, me neither. I need We to. should probably do that. Yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe do we should do that. Maybe we yeah. should do that soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, next we have Nine Owl Games who said, "I used to love the box art, CDR, and booklets and posters you got with physical games. Really made it feel like I bought something for my sixty pounds. However, these days it seems like I have no choice but to go digital and buy and just buy the game files. I do miss proper discs. I also noticed more work went into producing the games when box art was a thing. Developers care more about their product than they do today. Yeah, I agree. You know, I um. Way back in the day, mm-hmm. when the when the when the world was young and dinosaurs roamed the earth, I bought a, a little game called The Witcher Three for PlayStation Four, and I found uh, my box for The Witcher Four, and I opened it up. Witcher Three, Witcher Three for like PS Four, Witcher Three, um, and it had stickers in it. So cool! They put stickers in that game. Nobody puts stickers anymore. No, you get nothing now. Nothing. You might get a like a little bit of insert with like a download code to get your exclusive content. Mm-hmm. That's like it. Get your like snow tunic or whatever. Thanks, it, Ragnarok. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree. I've been 
I think that back when physical was the only way, you know, they had to ship it the way they were and they wanted you to, mm-hmm. you know, it was an experience. You've got your book. Sometimes they came with posters. Yeah. Like, like a big, I remember, a big map. Yeah. I, remember, I think Skyrim sent a full size map. That was so cool. I don't know. I mean, I know times have changed. I know it's not like, it doesn't make financial sense to do that anymore. And now you can buy these like steelbook versions of games and sometimes they don't even come with the game. Nope. That's what happened when I bought Cyberpunk. I got a steelbook. And it was, really? It, or, or no, no, I shouldn't say. I know you're talking about something different. I was just saying you can buy the individual steelbooks. That was mm. what I was thinking. But you're saying you can I'm, buy I'm this, like the collector version of the game. And comes, they don't even have the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's I a bunch know. of bull crap. I know. Look at us being old men complaining about the way the world is changing. Oh, we can complain a lot more than this, buddy. <laughs> Next, we got Larry House, who said, new physical. The trade-in program with GameStop is fantastic. I can get new games at full price and trade them back within a week or two for a very premium in-store credit. Play new games for about $30. Okay, so you get about half your money That's back. Not That's not too bad. Or what I did this console generation, take in a bunch of older media, consoles included, trade in, and paid for my Xbox Series X. Digital rules when it comes to sales, however, and I do always keep my eye out for them as well as games I put off for a while. I used to trade in old consoles and stuff. I've certainly done that. I never did that. I always wanted to keep the things. Yeah. I did trade in my regular Switch for an OLED. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only time I've done that ever. And it was just such a good deal. I couldn't, I couldn't Man, pass it up. Man, that was a good deal. But I still kind of wish I had it because you could jailbreak it. But that's a pretty good tip here. If you like playing new games, mm-hmm. if you know you're going to play through it real quick and just bring it back to GameStop and get store credit, you're only playing the game. You can get a half-priced game at launch. That's not bad at all. That's, no, it's that's not. a pretty good idea. That's a good tip, Larry. That's a very good tip. All right, we got Landon Stallings saying, mm-hmm. well, my PC is obviously all digital. You know, they weren't always all digital. Isn't that crazy thing about... My my PC has a disk drive. Yeah, well, you got a dinosaur over there. It's got mm-hmm. like a, I don't know what it's got. It's six years old now. Yeah. It really is a dinosaur. But for my Switch, I always try to buy physical unless there's a really good eShop sale. But all first-party games, I like to have a hard copy so my friend can play them when I'm done. And the Switch has cartridges, and that's so cool. So cool. I, us are nostalgia speaking there, but it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I agree. And it's so cool that uh, Landon is sharing, once they're done with the game, they Give the cartridge to their friends. Hey, here you play it. That's yeah. so cool. Heck yeah. That can only happen with physical media unless you have console sharing turned on for your PlayStation. Yes, which, which we don't, but we've we always did, said we, we should have done because if we had done that with Dan, you could have been, you wouldn't even have had to have paid for Hogwarts Legacy. I thought about that after I bought it. I know. I thought about it after too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a couple days get, later, I was like, oh my gosh, what are we thinking about? We got to get that crap set up. Yeah, I what know. the hell is wrong with us? I know. Okay, this next comment really cracked me up. Mm-hmm. And this is from Ron Wesleyan. Wesselin. Wesselin? Wesselin. The comment is, I like to sing sea shanties and drink rum. Well, why is the rum always going? <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I said. Counter you, counter, my counter question. Yeah. So, obviously, this is referring to pirating games. And uh, it's, it's... I didn't get that. I'm sure you I did. thought it was saying that He's hanging out on a deserted island, and eventually he's going to, you know, string together uh, a lasso from his own hair and lasso some sea turtles together and escape. Probably. You're right. It probably has nothing to do with the actual conversation. Well, you think he's talking about, like, roms. 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 (laughs) 
we we now have an ASMR channel. Yeah, I feel you, Ron. Um, you know, and I understand that you're only downloading the ROMs of games you've you've bought, and you know, I support you. Next, we have Caleb, aka Punch Punch. Do you want to tell the story? Sure. Okay, yeah, go ahead and tell the not, story. Why not just further validate this long con? I don't know. Okay, Caleb, I know you're here. I'm speaking to you now. So, some of y'all might know, we've had this dude named Punchy Punch floating around our channel and on the main channel and even on our Twitch stream for like, I don't know, feels like a month now. And he's been really cool. You know, he's been commenting. He's in Three for Dale Club. He's been commenting on, on Twitch stream. And he was like, hey, you know, I really like Smash. Um, I heard that Daniel said he liked Smash. Would you guys do a Smash stream? And we were like, absolutely. So we set it up. Then the first one that we tried to do, I had to bail on. The next week, we set it up again. I almost had to bail again for a completely different reason, but I didn't. And we made it. And Punchy Punch, <clears throat> a.k.a. Caleb, uh, jumped on. And he was good. He was, like, actually good. And so I was playing. It was me, Randy, uh, our friend Frankie, and Punchy Punch. And um, me and Frankie are the esports coaches at our uh, our high school that we work at. And uh, we have a Smash team, of course. Now, we had this young man on our Smash team uh, who was a senior last year whose name was Caleb. And he was good at Smash. Well, he's since graduated. And we're in the new calendar year, and he's just an adult like the rest of us now. He's not special anymore. He always had this thing he said. When somebody would miss a tech in Smash, he would say, we tech those. And it's just this thing. He said it so much that we got mad at him and made him stop. <laughs> um, well, we were playing Smash the other night on Smash stream. Somebody misses a tech. You know, punch a punch. Says, we tech those. And all and I and all it was like it was like Stone Cold Steve Austin entered an arena because the glass shattered. Mm-hmm. It was like psh, and just shattered in my mind. And Frankie wasn't there at the moment; he was AFK. But he came back, and I said, "Frankie," he said, "We tech those." And he was like, "Wait a minute!" He said, "We tech those," and I was like, "He said we tech those." Turns out it's the same Caleb. He had like he found us through a video I made months ago for Mina the Hollower, which is a game from Yacht Club that hasn't come out yet found our channel, and decided to instigate this long con so that he could play Smash with us and eventually reveal that he was indeed Caleb. It was the most beautiful long con I have ever been a part of. If you, yeah, I don't know if like that moment from the Twitch stream has been clipped. It probably hasn't. I'm it, sure it hasn't. <laughs> but that would be a cool moment to go back and watch. But let's find out mm. old Caleb, a.k.a. Punchy Punch, um, their comments or their thoughts on physical versus digital Games. Yeah, because so, now he's just Caleb, I guess. Yeah, he's just Caleb now. He said, I don't have too much of a preference between new physical and used physical as long as the game works. There are things people like collecting, such as game manuals and boxes, so they feel like they own the complete package, but I mainly care about having the game in a working condition. So physical, but they'll care if it's new or used. Mm-hmm. I feel you, Caleb. That's how I am. Yeah. I don't care. I just, I mean, I, I want the, to be clear, I do want the... The box. The box. Mm-hmm. Well, my blank, not the, it's not a box. It's the... Uh, it is a box. I guess it's a box. I don't the know. The game box? The case? The case. That's what the word I was thinking of. Oh, case. Okay. I was just blanking on the case. I want the case. Um, Same thing. But I don't care if it's used or new. I, mm-hmm. I, I buy used games a lot. It's a but I do have some of my old like Game Boy manuals I found, and mm-hmm. those are so cool. So 
I really wish we had manuals again. Me too. All right. So. Andy Bishop. I didn't mean to no, ask you like that, Andy, to, work, to full name. But but anyway, Andy has like N64 boxes from when we were kids. Man. Yeah. That is so cool. That is so cool. You can sell this for a lot of money. Andy. I told him that, but yeah. he, he shouldn't. He's not going to. I think he's got like Ocarina of Time. Oh. Yeah. That is awesome. We got the manuals and stuff too. I, I bet he does. That is so cool. So we're at the end of the podcast. If you make it all the way to the end of the podcast, we like to shout you out at the end of the next one. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, you got to be a part of the Three for Dale Club, which means you got to leave a comment on the YouTube version of the podcast <laughs> with a comment that has Three for Dale. Either that just be the comment or add it into your comment. And if you do that, we shout you out at the end of the next podcast. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't explain that very well, but... Yeah, leave us a comment that says three for Dale. And we'll shout, yeah. But he did specify YouTube version because we did get a comment recently asking, like, are we on Spotify and places like that? And we totally are. So uh, you can listen to this, like, audio only. And there are people who consistently, I know they listen to the podcast audio. Mm -hmm. And if you're one of those people, uh, I'm sorry that you can't comment or be part of three for Dale Club. Just go over to YouTube and find the video version and comment there. The way you mm-hmm. can also be part of the Three for Dale Club. Yeah, and I feel your pain because I'm also an audio listener of podcasts. I don't watch video podcasts. Right. But you should. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. This week in the Three for Dale Club, we have, of course, Punchy Punch, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Caleb. You can hit us with the next one? Sure. Landon Stallings. Landon, Landon's always there for us. Landon's like our rock. And we have Guy. Mm-hmm. Guy, thank you for being part of the Three for Dale Club again. Yes, thank you, Guy Sensei. And we have Rowan something. Rowan something. Again, back for for another week in the Three for Dale Club. This is four people. I don't know if we've ever had a four people Three for Dale Club. Maybe we have once. Hmm. I don't know, but it feels great. It does feel great. Maybe one day we'll get double digit Three for Dale Club. That would, be, that would just make my life. This is actually a three plus one Three for Dale Club. Three for Dale plus one. That's right. We normally don't like to go over three because, you know, mm-hmm. Three for Dale. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, until next time, this has been... Wait, no. I almost did that wrong. Until next time, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. (laughs) And this has been Gaming Gig. Peace out.